Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, what the fuck? What am I even meant to do? Seriously, if you would come up to me yesterday, even around about 8 p.m., and said, Simon, do you think CM Punk is going to return at the Survivor Series? I said, no, I don't think he will do. I can't see a world where it happens. And here we are on a Sunday and it happened. So you know what they say about wrestling? Never say never. I mean, it's just incredible. I mean, it really, really is. That was my reaction. And how in the flub did WWE keep this quiet in 2023? Like, I don't know, Seth Rollins can't even go to the toilet without it breaking on the internet. Oh my gosh, Seth Rollins, he used the bathroom. And here we essentially got to the end of the pay-per-view premium live event and we got which sounds like I'm making love to a cat. CM Punk, I can't handle it. And here's my big takeaway on it as well. Good, great, awesome. We don't have to worry about the backstage stuff. We're fans. And as a fan, I like surprises and I like seeing stars. And again, no matter what you think about him, Mr. Punk, well, he is a massive one of those. So we shall get into it more later, because of course we will. We shall do it in the proper order. But how can I not talk about this? In fact, you can't see this. There's a door right here. I'm just going to stand here and wait for Elvis to walk through it can happen now. I believe in everything. I believe in aliens. I believe in mummies. And I believe in apple pie. Don't even know what I'm talking about. But now, hello. Let's up those downs for Survivor Series. I'm just going to wait for the king. The best part about Survivor Series 2 is we talk about all that. And now we need to get into ruffles. Good old ruffles. Because thankfully, because of those ruffles, we learned that the fan vote had happened and the babyface team in the women's war games match were going to get the advantage. So one, fair play to all of you out there. You're not well, a-holes are very nice people because you support the heroes. And two, you kind of ruined this war games match because it's better when the heels have the advantage. I am, of course, being facetious. Those are really, really good. Otherwise, we were kicking things off with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair and Shotzi taking on damage control. And they all came out in Oscar masks to prove that they support one another. But I tell you who they're probably not going to support this Friday on SmackDown, Bailey. I think she's toast. We also started with Becky and Bailey, and I always like that because it's the never-ending feud. And I think Damage Control must have thought, well, we're basically all in this match anyway, but we would like Dakota Kai to get involved because at one point she was there with a kendo stick and she smacked Bex before she gave it to Bales. I was like, what is WWE and wrestling's obsessions with kendo sticks? I mean, where the hell do they come from? It was actually really funny because the crowd were all like, no, we want tables and we're going to chant for some things. Which is when Shotzi came to the ring, she went underneath and she pulled out a chair. And when this audience realised it wasn't a table, they all went, boo. This was going to continue on for the whole damn thing. Bless Bailey as well, because she is the best. Because when she realised, oh no, it's two against one, she tried to escape the cage, even though that would mean the team forfeited. 
once again. Somebody give her a medal, she's number one. Eosky then repeated this fate because she too went out the ring and she got a chain. Everyone was like, no, this is not what we want. And Bianca Belair kept this coming too, although this one made me laugh, because she was just like, I don't need any weapon because I'm going to use my hair. And I was like, Bianca, I think you're a terrific wrestler, but on this one, well, I just can't vibe with you, man. I mean, what the hell would I do? Headbutt someone? That ain't using no hair. I played to her though, because I think she kind of double braided this thing. <laughs> she was just whipping people and it sounded horrible. And at one point, Damage Control used it to pull her off the top rope and she did a flip and landed on her feet. And I knew this anyway. I was like, man, she is way cooler than me. Kyrie Sane then carried on this hilarity because she got a trash can from under there. Like somebody is going to have to get a table. Although Bianca didn't care. She was then picking people up and using them as human projectiles. I was like, well, it is war game. So I decided that her own hands were weapons, so she didn't even bother. She was giving all these chops to everybody. When she threw EO Sky into the cage, I don't, she took a horrible landing. She landed right on her head. Zayn and Bailey were then taking top rope natural selections, which Michael Cole called a blockbuster. And Corey Graves was like, I think that's the natural selection, Michael Cole. And you could feel him go, oh, yeah, you're totally right. When all of a sudden the good guys got murked, because Becky Lynch saw Charlotte Flair, and Charlotte Flair saw Becky Lynch, and they can't coexist, so poof, they vanished. As far as I know, they're now in the Phantom Zone. Sky also made sure that she would use all of this now look, she has the record for being in the most war games. I think it's five now, which is totally crazy. And as we have talked about here on Ups and Downs, the ultimate comeback move of 2023 has been the crossbody. There's only like four weeks left of the year, and EO must know this, and she went, oh man, you want to see what I got planned? Because I'm going to show you. She did that thing she has done before, when Dakota kind of lifted a trash can up to her as she was standing on the top of the cage. She wore it like it was some type of a shirt, and she did the crossbody onto everyone. Now, do not forget, this is a flying garbage can for one, but two, she can't see where she's going. It's just a blind dive. Wrestlers are bonkers. Oscar then completed all of this as well, because she went under the ring to find more kendo sticks, when I think she decided, wait, I am the Empress of Tomorrow. I want to make sure I get voted in, and she brought out the table. Honestly, this place went crazy. She also spat mist into Shotzi's face. And do not forget that in the WWE universe, you don't turn into a dark character after this. When Becky Lynch also got drop kicked while she was in the trash can. I was like, that's it. We ain't in Kansas anymore, Toho. Trapped in a trash can is also the brand new name of my EP. So please do check it out. When I think Charlotte was like, well, I want to get outdone by you fools. And she went to the top rope. Sorry, the top rope, the top of the cage. And she did a moonsault. Now... The real bad thing about this is Eo Sky just took a knee right in the head. Let's just give him a round of applause. It's an E for effort. I think it's impressed Becky so much as well. All of a sudden, her and Flair did a double team move. They did a combo. When their hearts came out of their chest, they just had a big hug. I was like, well, isn't that nice? Now we know the theme of this stipulation is being a buddy. It was then you go, I go, she goes, everybody goes. When Bianca Blair got a fire extinguisher. Because why wouldn't you do that? And this is when Sane decided to murder Shotzi with this trash can shot. I mean, she nailed her. Things then got pretty emotional too, because Charlotte went to spear Kyrie Sane. But do you know who got in the way and took the bullet? 
That's right, it's Bailey. Now, very sadly, this left her in a precarious position because she got hit with everybody's finisher before Becky took her up to the second rope. She gave her an avalanche manhandle slam through the table. One, two, three. So you already know what's going to happen here. Damage control going to be like, Bailey, you cost us the match. And Bailey's going to be like, no, I didn't. I saved the person I didn't even want in this group. Good storytelling. The hero celebrated afterwards, and we did kind of push heavily that Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch are a team again. And I tell you, I'd have them go after the tag team titles. You let them have a run, or all of a sudden those belts are going to smell important. I thought this was a very fun way to start a very good pay-per-view premium live event. Let's get it out. When we started some teasing, boy, did we start to tease. Jay Uso and Sami Zayn were backstage. Now, like, wait a minute. I'm here. You're here. Cody's here. Seth is here. You know who's not here? Randy Flubb and Orton. Jay was like, of course he's not here. He doesn't want to come back after what me and the bloodline did for him. I've let us down. He didn't talk like that. So this really was a red herring atop of a red herring because some people at this moment were like, oh my gosh, it's going to be CM Punk instead. To which others replied, no, he's not going to be there. Turned out we were all right and we were all wrong. Because again, we have entered a very strange place. To continue that on too, Chris Jericho. Thank God mentioned on WWE TV. Because it was time for Gunther versus The Miz. And if The Miz did win the Intercontinental Championship, he would tie up with Jericho. And I was like, what is next? I mean, maybe Bruno Sammartino will come back. I remember that Reno Sammartino was dead. I absolutely loved what we did here, though, because somebody, I presume Triple H, sat around and went, well, look, this doesn't need to go too long. We can just have fun with it. So it must have topped out within about 10 minutes. We told a nice little tale in the middle. I had a rollicking good time. You know, everything has to be a 30-minute classic. Although The Miz, who the hell gave you this plan when you were backstage trying to strategize? Because he walked out, he's like, ah, it's Gunther, the man who likes to do chops. So he chopped him, and he chopped him, and he chopped him. Gunther was like, what are you doing? This is the equivalent of kissing a pillow. So he chopped him back, and The Miz was dead. And I was like, yeah, two plus two equals potato. However, as we have been told over the last few weeks, The Miz's plan was, well, if I have to cheat, I will. So at one point, he was on the outside, and not only did he do the Bret Hart figure four around the ring post, he took Gunther's leg and he threw it into the ring apron. Wait a minute, the ring apron? That is the hardest part of the ring. Hang on. I mean, it's so damn hard, it's harder than this, right? Oh, no. We were basically telling you that if Gunther can't stand, how is he going to win? Well, I'll be honest with you, just come under my arm here for a second. It never actually made me feel like the ring general was in jeopardy but I appreciated the effort. It was also kind of funny too, because Miz then went for a flying springboard nothing, so Gunther just booted him out of the air. But this is when the Miz was like, ha ha, I know where your flashing red spot wound is. He went after that leg again. He also hit a tilt-a-whirl DDT, which I was not ready for, and he went for the skull-crushing finale. But Gunther basically turned that into a bomb of power, and Miz kicked out of the one 2 ooh. And I suppose that was giving the Miz something Gunther is beating people with that manoeuvre. Gunther was also happy to try and get this done with the sleeper, or maybe the Miz was just tired. But when he was trying to escape, he accidentally exposed Tina the turnbuckle. Like, man, this is getting rated R. Now, that did distract the referee because he had to sort this out, which is the Miz was like, <laughs> I bet Gunther has a penis. He smacked in there and he hit the skull crossing finale. And look, I'm just going to be honest with you once again. It was a great spot and Gunther kicked out a 1 2 ooh. I just knew that he was going to kick out because as much as I like The Miz, he shouldn't have won the IC title here. But seriously, what else were we going to do? You have to try and plant those seeds. And after Gunther had reversed another move, he applied the Boston Crab. I was like, you're not even from Boston. When he reversed into the Lion Tamer, which may have even been a nod to Chris Jericho. 
and he got the tap out victory. That's a bit weird. I was like, I guess he kind of worked the Miz's back. Otherwise, he just found a move and he made it work. However, though, talking of that word, did it work? Yes, I think it totally did. And it did not outstay its welcome. Gunther's IC title rank continues to be one of the best ever. So when I searched my feelings like a Jedi at the end of this, I was like, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm having a good time. Up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Judgment Day were then happy because they were in their back going, Hooray! Randy Orton's not going to be here. And Finn was like, well, it doesn't even matter if he does turn up. He is poison and he will infect that team anyway. He's the NWO. Around this time, too, I was also desperate for some ruffles and a Slim Jim, almost like we had a ton of videos advertising those two products. Although in the ruffles one, do you know who made a return backstage to an incredible pop? R-Truth. That disappointed me a little bit. He should have been pal in front of the fans. It's lovely to see him back. And it was lovely to see Santos Escobar versus Dragon Lee in front of a Chicago crowd. I mean, they actually could have gone way longer, but they still had a bang. I mean, it only went around eight minutes. It was like a shot of adrenaline to the face. And essentially, Santos was like, well, I'm going to hurricane you. And Dragon Lee was like, well, I'm going to hurricane run you. They kept doing all these hurricane runners. And I was like, how are they so smooth? It doesn't make any sense. As Escobar is a massive dick now, too, he was trying to rip off Dragon Lee's mask, which is the ultimate disrespect. But Dragon was like, look, I don't want everyone to know that I'm actually a human, okay? People think I am a dragon. So he stomped on him. That'll do it. He also followed up with his amazing setup powerbomb for a 1-2-0 when he was just unloading on Santos. Not like that. Don't be disgusting. I think during this, though, Escobar basically took a med pack. He restored his HP. And when Dragon went for his big old knee, and that rhymes, so we must have been doing something right here, he reversed it into a damn good Canadian destroyer when he hit him, Phantom Driver, and he got the 1-2-3. And I was like, man... There were no shenanigans there at all. I guess he went after the mask a little bit. But look, if you're trying to turn Samus Escobar into a dominant heel, that's the way to do it. Ah, man, ever since he has switched bad guy, Santos just has something else to him. This is the way. And do not forget as well, sometimes losing is totally fine. It's like real sports. 
On occasion, it's not going to be your night. It's not like you can't just put Dragon Lee in a showcase match on SmackDown and all of a sudden people are like, oh my gosh, he is so good. Also, don't piss him off. He's a dragon. He'll burn you alive. We went right into Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark after this. Not true. We had about 32,000 videos beforehand for our women's championship. I just need to say this, especially given the build, I didn't really go exactly as I was expecting. Because once again, in no way did I think Rhea was going to lose her championship because that would have been dumb. So I thought Stark would kick her ass for a little while. And she sort of did, but really when you break it down... This was just Rhea Ripley being really dominant. And there's nothing wrong with that either, because I think Rhea Ripley should be the champion until the end of times. So when I'm on my deathbed, I'm like, is she still holding the belt? And someone goes, yes, Simon. Apparently my doctor is really old too. And the idea here as well was that even when Rhea had beaten her up, Zoe would get to her feet like, you can't kill me. So she's a badass. It also led to this great reversal of the Riptide, because Stark turned that into a German suplex. Gutentag, how are Z? But when she went for the Z360... <laughs> Rhea was just like, I want none of that. And she smacked her right in the head. There was also a moment too where Ripley was meant to like kind of choke slam Zoe off the top rope. And Stark was meant to land on her feet, but it went a bit wishy-washy. But who the flub cares? Otherwise, because Zoe Stark was all wibbly-wobbly, Ripley was like, well, I may as well hit me with the Riptide. She did, and she got the three. Just like that. So look, this was a fun match, and once again, it re-established Ripley's dominance, which I've been going on about all year, so I'm not going to moan. And it is going to get an up. But again, when you remember what the story to this was, which was Zoe saying, Rhea, you're too distracted with everybody else. Well, she wasn't. She was ready for Zoe Stark. I just think we could have done a little bit more here. And maybe there could have been a bit more goofiness in this match. I know WWE does that way too much. But sometimes you need it. So that part is getting a down. But is that like a lame down? Yes, it is. You can't stop me. I'm mad with power. This is when we did one last big tease because our good guy War Games team were meeting. They were like, well, Randy still ain't here. Cody Rhodes was like, don't worry, my friends. I know he will be. I hope. Maybe. We'll see. Now, Jay also looked positively relieved because he was probably like, man, that guy's going to kick my ass. But yeah, when everybody did come out, Orton was not here. I was a bit like, don't want to tell Randy. Anybody actually give him a phone call? Maybe he doesn't know, or maybe he's lost. It also did mean that you had Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, Jay Uso taking on the Judgment Day with Drew McIntyre. And the whole time here, Drew was looking at Damien, and Damien was looking at Drew. So I do not think they're friends anymore. And yes, there's a report out there that apparently after this match, Drew McIntyre stormed backstage and put a hoodie on, and he left. What I'm going to say is that kind of feel like WWE is in working mode right now and good for them that's the best thing about being a wrestling fan you're meant to be worked and you're meant to like it it's not an insult some people think that it is it's weird Seth Rollins and Finn Balor also kicked things off which was cool because it's that rivalry renewed when JD McDonough was in because the heels had the advantage there's also more kendo sticks I was like why is this the weapon of choice when it comes to wrestling these days I don't get it around about this time if you did start touching your ear for some reason you will have heard those CM Punk chants. Little did we know. Jey Uso got in there and after he worked for it a while, he got wrecked with the Spanish fly, which was cool. When Damien Priest took over again, because Drew wanted to get in this match, and Mr. Money in the Back was like, no, I'm the captain, I'm going in. He somehow had a baton too, so he was trying to kill people when it was Sami Zayn's turn to run in there. And he had a kendo stick. What is the deal? 
I mean, is Kendo a person? And if so, I want to talk to him. Paul Finn then had the door slammed right in his face, and that looked brutal. When Sammy all of a sudden got hip to it, it's like, oh, wait, you want tables, do you? And he set one up. McIntyre then finally got the nod, and after he ruined Seth and Sammy, he saw Jay Huso in the corner, and I was actually worried for this guy. I was like, Jay, you've got to run away, man. Drew promised to kill you, and if you look into his eyes, I think he meant it. That's when he whipped out a knife. He didn't really do that, but imagine he did. Although he did hit Jay with a neck breaker. Let's break that down. What's a neck breaker? It's designed to break your neck. What happens if you break your neck? You're dead. Thankfully, Sami Zayn is his best friend, though, so he got in there, which is when Jay and Sam did a 1D of their own. Just think about all they've been through over the last 12 months. Warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. Cody Rhodes was then having his moment, and that too warned my cotton socks, because don't forget, who invented war games? It was his dad, Dusty Rhodes. You just know he's wanted this for years. Loved it. He chose a bull rope too, so we were really tying into this when him and Seth Rollins worked together. So that was another tick box, even though you are my enemy. We have a greater enemy, so now you are my friend. Or something more poetic than that. Dominic Mysterio then got the green light, and this was hilarious. Because when he was going to the ring, it was just boo, boo, boo. At one point, he was doing all right. He went for the three amigos. This is when he looked around, and he was like, nope, not on my team. Not on my team. Not on my team. Not on my team, and he got absolutely murked. So as a round of applause for that guy, he totally gets it. They were also going to throw him through a table too when his Judgment Day friend saved him. But this is when the clock got to zero. It was the countdown for the next guy, and nobody arrived. So I was like, man, I don't think anybody did clue up Randy Orton. He was probably at home watching on pay-per-view premium live event going, all you had to do was ring. It turned into a wonderful moment, though. Because Rhea Ripley came out instead with the Money in the Bank briefcase and it actually felt like they were going to cash it in. And why did it stop? Because we heard, I hear voices in my head. And the Viper was back. He got such a good reaction. He was so damn happy. I don't care, man. I love Randy Orton. Especially because he has clearly been smashing those weights. The dude was mega jacked. I was like, yes. He finished everybody off too when he clocked eyes with Drew and these two looked at each other so it was super serious. And that's when Damien Priest was back and he attacked Orton from behind. We got some real camaraderie here though because the baby faces were then helping out Randy. But once again, this is when the Viper looked around and who did he see? Jay Uso. <laughs> everybody wants to get Jay Uso just ran. Damien saw that as his opening though. And do you know why he wasn't able to get to Randy Orton? Because somebody hit him with a kick that was super, and it was Jay Uso. So this was his message saying, Randy, I didn't mean to do what I did do, even though he definitely did. But once again, we were tying it in. Once again, we had our heroes hitting all of their finishes then, when only one person was left. And it was JD McDonough. Now, rightfully so, he was like, well, I'm just going to get out of here. What is the point? But when he got to the top of the cage, he was stopped by Seth and Sammy. And you're not going to believe this. Because Randy was in the middle of the ring. He was like, do it, do it. I want to do it. So they threw him off right into the RKO. I was like, would you look at that? <laughs> Took five minutes. One of the best RKOs I've ever seen. It was super interesting too, because Orton then got Damien Priest. He threw him to Cody, who hit the crossroads. And that's the guy that took the three. So this ties into the Women's War Games match. You can now tell the same story with Damien Priest. You were meant to be the captain, and it was you that lost even though it was definitely JD McDonut's fault. So let us throw it up on this, because it was also a very good War Games match. Of course, this is when the Survivor Series graphic came up on the screen, which was meant to make you go, oh, I'm sure nothing else is going to happen. You were totally, totally wrong. Because yes, from nowhere, Cult of Personality remastered version did hit. Out came CM Punk, 
And if you want to tell me this is one of the loudest pops of all time, I can argue with you. It gave me flubbing goosebumps. So you absolutely have to go and see this for yourself. And as I said earlier, the backstage madness is interesting, but that's not why we tune on for the damn thing. So seeing CM Punk back in WWE a decade after he left and in Chicago, well, I'm just intrigued. And if we do do Seth Rollins versus CM Punk, which is the rumor at the Royal Rumble, Matt, plug me in. I am here for that. Speaking of Seth as well, everyone saw his reaction afterwards. He was like, I hate you so much. But look, Seth Rollins is amazing. Seth Rollins is one of the best wrestlers in the world. And Seth Rollins is a consummate professional. I'm not saying he's happy that he is back. But in terms of what he was doing here, well, once again, I think you're being worked. Don't know what that is. That's perfectly fine, man. Enjoy the ride. It's damn fun. In fact, it's so much fun, it doesn't just get an up, it gets a golden up. I would take a return like this any day of the week. I've watched it five times now because I am a massive geek. And now, well, what do we do? We could get to WrestleMania, not this one, and it could be Cody Rhodes versus CM Punk in a main event in WWE. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. It does give me one big hope, my friends, and I'm never going to let it die now. One day, I mean it, the Repo Man make his triumphant comeback. Which brought us to the end of Survivor Series, and I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed this show so much, I'm giving it a golden up. I don't even think it's one of the best pay-per-views, premium live events, that WWE has done this year, but in terms of feel and excitement, and just wanted to get online and share my thoughts with people afterwards, it is one of the best in that sense. Claps all round. Now please do let me know what you thought about the Survivor Series in the comments below. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for... I don't know what it will be. It'll be ups and downs. The last ups and downs we did. Dynamite. AW Dynamite. Make sure you check that as well. Whatculture.com at Simon316 and WhatCultureWWE on that there X or Twitter or social media, Instagram. But otherwise, go and watch the Survivor Series. Have a good time. Check out AEW Collision 2 and just enjoy this ball of sports entertainment. I'm having a wonderful time. See you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.